What's in the queue? 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 Beer shottage. Like, Alright, let's get comfy. As comfy as we can. I do feel like you are exceptionally far away. Hello! Hello over there! This is a special, different location recording. Mm. We are what's... we? Well, no, I can't say the name of our show. That's your job. We are What's in the Queue by the Pool today. That's right. We are in the lovely Krishana's house. Her address is... Poor Wayne and Nia. I wouldn't call it lovely. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. It's a place that keeps the rain off my head most of the time. But I can confirm that her house is magical and I love it. It's all right. It's okay. It's going to be cool <laughs> if I get approved for all the loans I want. Fingers crossed. Uh, and if that doesn't go well, something may spark a fire That's and right. burn this mother to the ground. That's premeditation. That, I am not premeditating. <laughs> it would be awkward if suddenly something caught on fire. But, I mean, it happens. It, it happens. happens. It you, happens. I knew you just never know. They had two places burned down. Okay, that's getting a bit weird. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> oh, I love that noise. I am enjoying a Natterdays. If you have not tried Natterdays, you should try it. Okay. Either you'll it, like it or you don't like it. Is it like Millennial Natty Ice? Yeah. Okay. It's it's summer. It's strawberry lemonade uh, beer. Okay. All right. Um, it's just fun. That's fine. Do you want to sip it? I'm I'm good. I'm I'm. You are so I'm, not drinking at all right I'm now. I'm very seriously taking a break right now. Like I'm I'm feeling weird, man. So I'm just trying to kind of kind of clear out. Yeah. But your hair looks good. Thanks. I just got it done. Yeah, it looks most beautiful. Thank you. It's very blonde right now. Exceptionally blonde right now. Yes. Mine is pool hair. That's fine. But I did get into two tiny little piggies. Oh, She growing. So. Okay. Did you watch the first documentary that we were going to talk about? I didn't. I didn't even get a chance. Honestly, again, going back to my craziness, I've had a shit week. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's okay. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to vent? There's nothing even really to vent. It's I'm tired. I'm so, so, so tired. Totally agree with that. I once again had to do this election thing for our new algamated building into our union. Okay. Um... And that was up from 2 a.m. on Thursday. Took a nap from about 12.30 p.m. Thursday to about 3 p.m. Thursday. Then up until about 5 a.m. Friday morning. We're doing good. Great. So I will just just discuss this documentary. Yes. Because it is like a two-second talk. Yes. Spoiler alert for anyone who has not finished Game of Thrones. Three, two, one. So this is just a behind the scenes look at season eight filming of Game of Thrones. It's called The Last Watch. Yes. Um, it was really like I teared up in it. Yeah. Um, because they're actually showing the whole cast come in. And do their last read through 
not knowing what was going to happen and going through how each person's story ends. Everybody in that room was crying. Um, we see Kit Harrington like, like he wanted to be like, no, like yeah. he threw his glasses down. He was so upset. Um, but it was just, it was really cool because we've cried and bled and yelled at Game of Thrones for like 10, ten years. years. Yeah. Um, even though it's only eight seasons, 10 years. Um, so it was really cool to actually see behind the scenes and yeah. we see some of the key people that did costume and, um, uh, extra who had basically be, been in it for a couple of seasons. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah. And it was cool to see everything come together. And that's the end. We did not do that documentary this week. Yeah, because there, <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah. I mean, we could have sat there and talked about it. It yeah. just wasn't a good one to talk about. But if you watch Game of Thrones. Is it cathartic? It. It, is Yes. Especially like. Because we're going through and we're seeing how actually hard that was and why it was taking so long. Um, they had like months of only being able to do night shoots. Yeah. Um, and then this location, that location, and having to bring some of the cast to other locations just to throw people off right. where they were at. Right. So they wouldn't know what was going on and just everybody like just going, holy crap. And this is the hardest season. And this is why we had to stop because... We could not keep making, you know, 18-hour movies. Right. And that's what they were doing. Yeah. And it was only getting bigger. So they had to stop because they just... It was the most expensive show, the most uh, loved show of all time. It was the biggest show of all time. Yeah. Literally. Like, literally. Literally. Not just saying, like, fangirling. It broke every record there was. Yes. So. it was It was good to see everybody, like, you know, sad and, like... You know, going through the process and just really seeing yeah. it. And it just made me want to do that for a living. Like, basically any job working on movie or film, I'm there. Oh, yeah. Unless I will be in butt stand-ins. Nobody wants to see that. I got a cute butt. I'd be okay. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I would I would be the person that just, like, picks up the trash after uh, lunchtime and stuff. Right. Like, there like, was literally the crew that had to lay down the snow. And then yeah. they were like... So now they don't want the snow here. So now I have to go pick up all the, it's just paper. Right. Snow and move it and drag it over here and put it there. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah, uh, sure. Actually, no, I take that back. I don't really want to do that job because they look like they were working the hardest. <laughs> That's fair. Because um, winter came. But you need a gopher? I'll be your gopher. Absolutely. You, you need me to go get you coffee? I'll go get you coffee. I will drive the cast everywhere yeah. they need to go. It was even cute. They had one of like the, a little food truck that they got to be everywhere. Is that where the coffee cup came from? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but there, it was funny. I was thinking about that with another show. I'm like, well, they never left a coffee cup. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so it's, just, it's really cute. And if you've been obsessed with Game of Thrones, watch it. Okay. I, I want to... Um, again, I just, I have Sprint and I can't stream stuff at the factory. Um, but yeah, uh, no, I, I want to watch it, but I am glad that Tuesday when we got the kids together, yeah. I, I'm glad you mentioned something because mm -hmm. again, I've been so swamped that I didn't even watch the documentary that we are doing until 10 o'clock last night. Right. Well, and, 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 and that's why I said we could do it. It's just sure. going to be short. It would just be us talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I can do for five hours. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so instead, Emily was like, hey, 
how about we do this 2016 doc called Tickled? Um, I knew about this doc because of the Dollop podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. Um, because they have they have mentioned David Ferrier a couple times, and they've mentioned this this uh, whole thing mm-hmm. uh, of competitive endurance tickling, which we're going to get into. Um, I didn't realize this documentary was going to be so triggering for me. Okay. Um, I don't know. Should I? Do you? Okay. Do you want me to tell my big secret now? Or I think it might be better storytelling wise if I wait until literally we're signing off and I tell you my secret. Okay. 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 Um, How much do you love David Ferrier? Because I heart David Ferrier so much. He's a fantastic follow on Twitter because he just posts pictures of cats that he meets in his travels. (laughs) Um, well, I, I didn't know he existed until Dark Tourist yes. on Netflix. Yes. Um, and we did talk about him. Couple, oh, yes. We've talked about him on the I show. I was like, yeah. this dude, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. With the cactus shorts. But by shorts. the end of all the ep- I'm like, I like this guy. He's right. a cool dude. Um, He's genuinely curious about the world and wants to and wants to see it and wants to share it. Yeah, and not in an objectification. No, type uh, way. he's he's technically he's a reporter in New Zealand. Yes, um, and he does what I like to say, like the out of the box stories. He reports um, on the weird. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's not he's not your reporter talking about politics and uh, you know. Car accidents and stuff like that. Right. He's finding the most random things he can find, and he does an amazing job of it. Um, so, like that, you know, in the search for his next story, um, he happens upon a video of uh, competitive endurance tickling. Yes. Competitive endurance tickling. I will describe this for you because you don't want to see it. Um, uh, well, go quick, see it. I mean, no, a quick no kink shame. Yeah. Our, 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 pod, our podcast is a no kink shame zone. Yes. But this ain't our kick. This ain't our kink. No. And frankly, it just made me feel uncomfortable. Yes. Because it's not necessarily sexual when you look at it. It's not, mm. it's not naked and right. kissing and touching and things like that. Right. They're wearing Adidas, uh, Short sleeve jerseys and shorts. Yeah, they've got a, a sports kit. And someone uh, is tied down to a bed, uh, just a mattress in a room, and they're being tickled. Yeah, li- literally. That's it. Tickled but on their feet, tickled on their armpits, bellies, tickled on their bellies, nipples, yeah. over the shirt. Well, <laughs> in this video, in this correct. One. Um, The video comes from a company called Jane O'Brien Media, mm -hmm. which for the rest of my notes, I labeled as Job Media. Um, They were offering uh, tickets to L.A. uh, to be put up in a nice hotel and $1,500 spending cash Mm -hmm. if you were interested in coming to America to shoot one of these videos. Yeah. Yeah. So, David Ferrier's like... Okay, I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, you know, messaged the company and was just like, hey, this is who I am. Um, message me back. I'd like to talk to you guys. Like, like a reporter would. Then they got 
Oh. Uh, Their response, so far, about five New Zealanders have participated, but to be brutally frank, association with a homosexual journalist is not something we will embrace. We desperately do not want a homosexual participant base applying for this project. My concern is that your, quote, journalistic style, uh, style, reputation, and fan base, end quote, in your own country, that's not a sentence, this is offered in earnest and strictly professional. Also not a sentence. Uh, sincerely or whatever, Debbie Kuhn. Yeah. Whoa! Um, Escalate. So he was like, huh. Well, now I'm very interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's, he talks to his friend Dylan, um, who is a documentarian um, and also another research journalist. A fellow uh, director uh, with the, uh, David Ferrier yes. on this documentary. Um, and so Dylan went digging and they went down a quote-unquote tickling wormhole. Um, the things that, that, I mean, just video after video after video was popping up. And during this time, they start getting more and more homophobic, evil, twisted, threatening emails. From, from Debbie Coon. From Debbie Coon. Jane O'Brien Media. From Jane O'Brien Media. Like, and, and David even says in the documentary, he's like... If it had just been the one response, I probably could have laughed it off. Right. But they didn't stop. Right. Or just said no. Yeah, just said no. Okay, but sure, no, sure, sure, sure. like, sure. I mean, if you're going to come out. truly hateful. Yes. Threatening bullshit call, things. Call him the F word. Yeah. Uh, calls him a little gay kiwi. Uh-huh. Uh, and, oh, and denounces liberal New Zealand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they were like, Psh. Well, we're definitely going to make a documentary about this. We're, we're going to. Oh, and and David kind of kind of makes one of the videos go viral because he's got a pretty significant Twitter following. Yeah. Which catches the eye of the Dollop podcast, yep. which is, I know I have brought the Dollop up on our yes. show a ton. Fantastic. Please go listen to this podcast. It's a, it's a, an American history podcast where Dave Anthony reads a story to his friend Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the what the topic is going to be about. It's fantastic. Which is a awesome premise for a podcast. And uh, if you would like to switch over <laughs> to just reading me things, <gasps> because I don't read. That's fine. Um, so we can have what's in the book or what's in the article. What was in that? Yeah. <laughs> what was What'd that about? <laughs> um, um, so the little clip that they play from the dollop, the is it for fun? Like yeah. that part, that's in their intro. Yeah. Their, the intro to their podcast has has Dave saying, uh, and this is not going to become a tickling podcast. And then Gareth going, is it for fun? And like, it, it, there was there was one episode where it was a live show where they went to Iceland. Yes. And like, there's a, there was like, everyone in Iceland spoke English enough for them to like, understand the story. But like, they just kind of did a pandering moment where they just started doing their intro and the whole audience like quoted the intro back at him and it was so cute. <laughs> Alright, enough dollop. I'm sorry, this podcast is not about the dollop. Please we go listen you, to the dollop. Um, so, uh, as they're starting to dig and getting ready to start filming for the documentary, um, they start getting uh, letters from attorneys uh, saying that they need to stop. They're going to sue them. You know, we're coming after you. We're going to sue you in America and we're going to sue you in New Zealand, Zealand and we're going to destroy you. You should stop now. The, so. the, the cease and desist letter comes from a, Ro, a Romeo Salta. Um, and it, he's listed as job media, Jane O'Brien Media's legal consultant. 
Um, but they, they, apparently he's also, he was also the lawyer for the Canadian guy that got like super fucking high on bath salts and ate his boyfriend. Yep. So that's fun. <laughs> um, so next thing you know, three attorneys, uh, are heading to New Zealand. So a- 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 attorneys, attorneys is a super loose term. Representatives, I think is a better word. Yeah. Ain't no legal degree. Ain't no legal degree on none any of, of those None fools. of them. Well, uh, maybe the, uh. Maybe Kevin. Maybe, yeah, maybe Kevin. No, 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 no. Uh, Marco. Uh, so, David knew that they were just coming on a day, on this day. Right. He didn't know what time. So, they legitly <laughs> stayed at the airport all day. From, like, 5 a.m. Yeah. With a rainbow-colored welcome sign. Yes. Because, I mean, fuck it. was it. pretty sweet artwork. It was really good artwork. Uh, I mean, uh, he's in media. He's got access to yeah. graphic designers. So, uh... Kevin, Adam, and Marco. And that's Marco care. with a K. I don't care about their last names. I didn't even write them they down. They don't need to be famous from this. No. Um, and, and Marco comes up nice and polite, like Very a normal polite. human would. Um, Adam, Adam he's stares. Uh, a little more shy, but still trying to be polite. It's a long flight. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, yeah. It's like 20 hours. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, and, and then Kevin. Uh, Ooh, Kevin comes Kevin. up and he's like, you can't film me. You didn't have to film me. And they're like, well, technically, actually, yes, we can film you. You are in a public place. And we have a law here that we can film you in a public place. So <laughs> is this how this is going to be? We're going to have problems. Ah, yeah, so, I'm angry and I'm in a storm. Ah. Again, super escalation of force, guys. Yeah. Calm down. It's like a eight-year-old in a 50-year-old's body. Yeah. Um. So, you know. Uh, next, uh, Marco calls, like, hey, let's, you know, let, we'll have this meeting. Off camera. Off camera. Um, they, Marco does most of the talking, which is good because. Because he's the he, sane one? He's gentle, but letting them know that he has orders that this right. is going to go down badly if you keep making this documentary. Yeah, um, you Take have this to lawsuit take... seriously. Yes. They will ruin you. And uh, none of them. Have ever met Jane? No, Jane O'Brien. Well, I don't. I don't need to meet her. Her? I don't need her? to meet them. I don't. Need There's to meet a them. lot of air quotes in this documentary Ooh. or in this recording that you cannot see. You can feel it. Though. Um. Then again, we see Kevin in a little coffee cup camera, which was adorable. I just love David so much yeah. <laughs> because he looks like you could push him over. He does. With a feather. He's such but a. But he's got big balls, man. Yes, he does. Because I'd be scared. Listen, I mean, I'd be scared. Listen, th- this David Ferrier is the same man that wore pink shorts with little green cacti on yeah. them to meet one of uh, Pablo, pa- Escobar's. Pablo Escobar's assassins. Okay, <laughs> do not fuck with David Ferrier. No, he looks very unassuming, but man, he's tough, and I, I love him. him. For it. I love him. Um, he's a tough nerd. Um, <laughs> So basically, you know, threatens again, threat, you know, that's Kevin's job is to threaten. Yes. Um, to aggressively say legal sounding things and threaten. Okay. So when he was saying his legal sounding words, like there was a good pause. Like he had to think of the word and make sure he pronounced it correctly. Like he doesn't normally use it in his legal jargon because he's not a lawyer. He practiced it in the airplane bathroom a lot on the way down to New Zealand. (laughs) Um, so at this point, Dave Ferrier, he's a little nervous. He's like, okay, maybe we should back off. And Dylan's like, fuck that. Yeah. Let's do this. We're doing this. To the point where 
when David tells, I think it's, it's he tells Kevin it's or Marco, Marco that, no, D- Dylan wants to continue. The guy's like, well, I mean, you know, Dylan's got a wife and kids and um, yeah. you know where he lives. And it sure would be awful if something were to happen to yeah, his family. Yeah, basically threatening. Like, are you in the fucking mob? Get out yeah. of here. Uh, what, what, uh, what did Kevin say something about? They don't throw you out, hang you over balconies anymore or something like that. Basically implying that Jane O'Brien's like the mom. Sure. Um, so they're like, mm, let's go to LA. Yay. Hold on. Let me grab my journalist visa first. <laughs> yeah. Um, so not many of the guys from the various videos that they found online would talk to them. And we find out very quickly why. Uh, we meet TJ. Um, he was, uh, like what 18 19 when he made this video right um his family was struggling with health stuff and they needed money right um so he thought well okay i'm just tickling all right whatever i'll do it sure then he's kind of like weirded out when he gets there and it's all dudes i, I don't know what they maybe implied to him yeah who knows or, what, how they sold it but i'm sure if you're a hetero man you're and they're talking about tickling you're thinking there's probably gonna be some hot babes in there sure I get it. Chicks, man. If they were like, hey, you want to be in a tickling video? I would assume that there was going to be some hot dudes in there. And I'd be very nervous about that. <laughs> Anywho. Um, but they talked him into it. So he is literally the one that's tied down uh, with three other men at one point tickling him. Um, and he was told by Kevin um, that basically this was a torture project for the military. Right, right. To see if it would be an effective tactic against Al-Qaeda or something. Like, we already have some pretty fucked up shit to do to people to yep. quote-unquote get answers. Between the waterboarding and blasting Metallica for 24-7. Like, I don't think... Listen, none, none of those techniques Metallica are effective. Blasting Metallica at me is not going to work <laughs> unless they play St. Anger. Then I'm telling you whatever you want to know. <laughs> you can't... You can't that is a terrible album. I love you, Metallica, but dang. Uh, so, a year saw uh, a year later, um, you know, he's an a, a athlete uh, for football, you know, yeah, football, like, coaching, like all these different yeah. things. Um, so, he, you know, kind of Googles himself periodically to see right. what comes up for him because he's trying to get out there sure. uh, for football or sports. Right. And sports, ball. <laughs> sports, sports, sports. Um, and up <laughs> pops a video of him being tickled. Yep. So he contacts Jane O'Brien and he's like, hey, like this wasn't supposed to be out. It's out. Can you please take it down? They were like, fuck off. They were like, fuck you. Fuck your couch. So he contacted YouTube, said, hey, they're using my face and my name, and I don't like it. Take it down. They took it down. Which, wow. I didn't Thank know you, YouTube. YouTube actually listened to that stuff. You listened. Yeah. Um, and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And then it becomes a smear campaign, blasting him all over the internet. Any which way you could title TJ being tickled, they did. Yep. It was... They made websites. Websites. With his name, his picture, home address, Twitter account, Facebook account, Instagram account, e- personal email account, personal phone numbers everything calling job prospects calling his uh current jobs calling his past jobs like just fucking him over desperately doxing is what i think that's called doxing doxing i think that's called doxing i could be using that verbiage wrong i'm a very old millennial i don't i'm not hip with the young kids anymore where's zennials dang it um 
So basically, okay, so they're like, holy crap. They, they're not playing around. No. Um, so they think they figured out where the next tickling film is going to be made. Yes. So they stake it out. Oh, yeah. And you can see how nervous they are at so many different times. Like, oh, yeah, I'd be nervous like, too. Because, like, hey, three, you're not in your own country. No, you're not. Yes, you have a visa, but this is America you, right you now. You have been told very clearly to back off. Right. But you're getting this story. And you and you also now had this... Well, and maybe they haven't had it then, based on when they filmed mm-hmm. the interview with TJ. But, like, it's possible that they had that information about what this company is now able to do right. to someone. Um, so they're watching. They see four guys come in. And then they see Adam. And then they see Kevin. They can literally hear the tickling coming out of the vents out of the building. How fucking weird did that Was sound? Was that so creepy? <laughs> <laughs> This, okay, oh my god, this documentary was so triggering for me. I hate being tickled. We'll talk about it later why, but just, I oh god, I hate tickling. Uh, so, at one point, um, David's like, all right, here I go, the they door's le- open. They left the door open. He did not enter the premises. He didn't. He he's stayed so on the smart. sidewalk. He's so he's smart. So, he's so smart and cute. His ba- He brought his balls behind him. Just a giant rolling suitcase for his balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and once they saw it was him, they're like, eh, At, and they close the door immediately. Adam, the one who stares Adam a lot, was, was like, like Hi. oh, oh no, no. I, oh, uh, uh, uh Kevin. nope. <laughs> Kevin's like, you can't, you shall not pass. Don't make him cool like Gandalf. <laughs> um, so, so, next. Orlando. We fly to Orlando. This is starting um, to get really triggering. Oh. We meet up with Richard Ivy. Thank you. He is a tickling fetishist. Now, I will say, this is when this documentary takes a turn. Oh no, no, no. see, no, for me, no, for not, me, not, not what is what the video making taking a turn. What they start finding out is where things start turning. Okay, that's yes. what I mean. No, well, okay, I'm so, not yucking nobody's yum. Sure, sure, sure. Because what I appreciated about Richard Ivey is that he admits, no, this is a fetish. This is something that people really enjoy to watch. Yeah. And that's that's just what, there's a market for it. And I'm going to supply that market. It's something that I'm into. Right. And what I do is I bring in consenting adults. Yeah. I don't blackmail them when they're done. Nope. If they're, if they're done, they're done. Yeah. He has a website, um, myfriendsfeet.com. Uh, yes. Uh, so if you'd like to check that out, if that's your yum, did, check it out. Did you notice he has little, like, affirmations and mantras, like, on near his computer desk? It was so sweet. No. Um, but basically, in 1999, he graduated grad school and got going. Uh, his friend helped him launch the um, website. And after a year, he quit his job and he does this full time. He even has a separate house to where he can shoot different places of people being tickled. He's got a tickle house, basically. Tickle house! (laughs) (laughs) He should put a sign over the door. Or a floor mat. Tickle house. Oh, uh, a floor mat would be nice. Um, So then we see a uh, young man come in, get strapped up to a... A chair? A torture chair? No, it's not. A a sex torture chair. No, no. It's not torture. Well, you know what I mean. it's It's a chair with restraints. A restraint chair. Yeah. For sexually torturing people. So he, he, he's strapped to this chair and the tickling begins. Did you notice the timestamp when they were finished? No. Two hours and 35 minutes. See, here's the thing. 
when I am tickled, there's only a certain point and then I'm not ticklish anymore. It just hurts. Okay. Oh, interesting. Like, I, I only have a limited amount of tickles and then they got to fuel back up. You, you need you need a little refractory period? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I, I, the, the girls and I, we tick, you know, tickle Sure. Oh, no. Together. Cassie loves to be tickled. Oh, yeah. They like... Oh, we I hate aggressive it. tickle. We're, I'm like, <laughs> get in the collarbone. Shiatsu tickle. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so, can I just talk real quick about the different... Uh, devices used for tickling? Please do. Um, so there's obviously fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Classic. feathers. Yeah. There's brushes. Mm-hmm. And then there's a motorized toothbrush. Yes. A Philips Sonicare to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, the the, the to- toothbrush thing was an interesting choice for me. Not something that I immediately thought of. Okay. Uh, it's just interesting. The toothbrush. How it's like a just a cheap yes. vibrator over the little nippies. Anyways, um, so you know we watch that um, in slow motion. Yeah, very close up. Yeah. Uh, if you are a person that has a tickling fetish and you are comfortable enough with emailing us at what's in the queue at gmail please help me to understand. I, I'm not, oh, sure. I'm not for shaming. I, I am not nothing. I just want to understand what the arousal part of it is. Okay. Because I don't, I don't understand. Ah. So if you want to talk to me about it, please talk to me about it because I always want to understand. Okay. Can I, okay. Caring this, and sharing. This the more you know, rainbow. Might be a good place for me to share Talk about my your tickles. Secret. Talk about your tickles. I want Emily's tickling corner. Oh god, I'm gonna gag. I once got paid three hundred dollars for a man to tie me up and tickle me. How long was this tickling? It was probably about an hour. Did you laugh the whole time? I hated it. But was it like forced laughing? Was it tickle laughing? Uh, he asked me to laugh more, and so I did. Okay. Um, I didn't do it again. I did not enjoy it. Was he aroused? Yeah, he was. See, I want to understand. Is it is it literally the I can't get away thing? I think it might be. I think that might be part of it. The 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 shaking the, the around, rising, like you right. can't control yourself. Possibly. Okay. I mean, that's a sweet three hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got three hundred. I got offered an hour dollar a couple week. of hundred dollars to take a bath with somebody. Uh, I passed. Okay. There is not enough money in the multiverse for me to take a bath with that person, especially that individual, but basically anybody. Okay. I don't like no. Okay. I'm not taking. I'm not taking a dirt. Soup. It's human soup. Baths just, are human soups. In the skin and the yeah. Uh, plus, there's not a bathtub big enough. That's the story of my life. Because I either I have to make the tits out or knees out decision, and that's when I'm in exactly. the tub alone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even fit in our bathtub. Anyways, moving on. This yes. is taking a turn. Um, so it's around this time that we get introduced um, to David Starr and uh, Terry Tickles. Terry Tickles, also known as Terry DeSisto. Um, Terry was in the AOL chat rooms yeah. with uh, Richard Ivey, the, yeah. the fetishist that we just left his house. Yeah. Uh, Dave Starr, a lot of Davids 
in this right. documentary. DS, a lot of Dave, DF. Right. Uh, Dave, Dave Starr was a casting agent for Terry from 1999 to 2006. Terry wanted... Now I think we can say tickle torture films. Yeah. Terry was a tickling fanatic. Uh... Dave calls Terry a brat who got her rocks off watching guys get tickled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she wanted lots of videos. All caps. Tons. Lots. Um, she wanted 18 to 24 year old guys. Um, and she wanted to see interviews with the guys first. Yes. And this was just for her private collection. Right. Right. Um, First was your tickle test, which involved just putting your hands over your head and being tickled. Like, how, like, can you still basically stand up straight while you're being tickled? Right. Keep your um, face to the camera. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Then it moved on to the tickle while being tied to a table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it evolved into tickle wars. Can you hear Bruce? Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... So, you know, as as Dave Starr is making numerous Tickle videos, um, at, at some point, uh, Terry starts sending letters, you know, saying, hey, you know, I'm really sick, you know, you I've can got, keep making them Tickle videos. But I've got mono, so I won't be as available right now. Yeah, for six months. Okay? Okay. Keep that in your little memory banks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, next thing you know, uh, after these six months go by... Um, Dave Starr start, starts seeing his Tickle videos released on the internet, um, and, and Terry's registering domain names for Tickle websites, um, and Dave Starr's like, hey, uh, you need to take that stuff down because they didn't give consent for that. Yeah. I don't give consent for that. You need to take that stuff down. Terry's like, fuck you. I do what I want. Starts threatening him, threatening his mother, just the just, robocalls. Oh, okay. Gets all the information for all these people that are in these videos. Starts robocalling them, saying like, "Oh, you are a known associate with David Starr," and all sorts of homophobic rants. A and, hooked nose. Oh yeah. Hairy and horny Jew. I think she. Hairy and horny hooked nose. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Not nice. L- just like so many slurs. This is not a nice person. No. Um, um, oh, okay. So, one of my favorite parts in the documentary is when David Ferrier mm-hmm. gets with Dave Starr. Mm-hmm. Dave Starr pulls out the trunk of his car, a couple grocery bags full of all the letters mm-hmm. that Terry sent to him. Some he hadn't even opened yet. Yeah. There was a birthday card. Yeah. There was another card that said, <clears throat> roses are red, violets are boo. Couldn't spell blue. David W. Starr has brought this upon you. Perhaps you wish, perhaps instead, that David, your failure, not Edward, were dead. Edward being Dave Starr's brother who died when they were younger. That's, yeah. that's, that's cool. Um, uh, yes, life's endowed you a great deal of failure. Living uh, something white trash in that trailer, uh, purposely spelled uh, O-U-R. Uh, oh, no, I made shorthand. Oh, um, hairy and horny and uh, hook nose and something. David David W. Star. I started to fall asleep during my notes. Yeah, uh, is is uh, um some some some. Don't be fooled by Petra. What does that even mean? I don't know, but Petra 
is in Jane the Virgin, which is hilarious. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my god, Jane the Virgin, Jane O'Brien Media. <gasps> oh no! Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> um, then we meet two other reporters that um, have uh, both been investigating uh, Terry Tickles. Um, and uh, yeah, Hal Karp and Deborah Skoblinukov. Yeah, man. Good job. Again, 10 o'clock at night I was watching this. I watched it today and I can't read my writing. Um the uh, Debbie uh, specifically was reporting on Terry uh, because she was trying to set up a 19-year-old. Um, and uh, Terry, they would get on chat rooms at night with Debbie and, you know, just chitty chat, you know, like, oh, I'm having some Chardonnay. Uh, all this kind of stuff. So uh, they happen upon a, they get sent a zip file um, that they're like, uh, that whoever sent it to him says... Oh, the kid who sent it to him was the kid who Terry was, like, making calls to the FBI uh, about oh, this yes, kid. Yes, and yes. And was, uh, Terry was organizing uh, DOS attacks, denial of service attacks, on this kid's college. Mm-hmm. Like, basically shutting down this kid's college's internet. Yes. So, uh, so this kid's like, well, I've got this zip file, and here you gives go. Gives it to uh, the guy uh, reporter. He um, gives it to Hal. Hal. And it is the smoking gun. Yes. Uh, for Terry to zip file shows that uh, Terry Tickles is David D'Amato, um, who has been uh, assistant principal at a school, a high uh-huh. school, has been a guidance counselor, has been, has worked at eight schools within 10 years which um, which Hal calls that's eh, a red flag yeah um and, and that uh terry that all of terry's information uh terry was actually a real person who passed away that uh david damato stole uh social security number birth certificate all that stuff was yep. uh doing that um now, so he he turns this over to the fbi well absolutely and again Assistant principals can like watching tickle videos. Assistant principals cannot bully people online and dox people online. Like, I just want to make sure that, like, the documentary, I feel like the documentary blurred that a little bit. Like, saying, oh my god, I can't believe an assistant principal would watch tickle videos. Here, I don't know, but assistant principal watching high school aged boys in tickle videos as a sexual fetish, I don't think is who you want. Okay. I feel like if you can keep separation of church and state, go for it. But can you? I I think you can. It's a it's a good it's, debate. It's, it's a, a good case debate. by case instance. Um. So within a week, the FBI arrests David D'Amato. Mm-hmm. Um. His father was a big time uh, lawyer, George D'Amato, um, with a law for law firm. Um. And basically, by the time this goes to court, um, he is only charged with two counts of computer fraud. Um, they left out the whole tickling videos, the threatenings. The underage the, kids in the video? Uh, yeah, that's what I mean by the tickling videos. Got it. Um, and the uh, stealing identities uh, of two dead people. Yes. Um, so also the judge is like, you know, you're going, you're, you're going to school to be a lawyer. I don't want to mess that up. So as long as you stay at home and stay at school, we're not going to put you in jail. And he fucks up. So he ends up going to jail. 
Six months go by. Six months in a halfway house. Um, and um, uh, by then, uh, after those six months, Terry disappears and Jane appears. Yep. Coincidence? Mm, no, because it's David. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, uh, David D'Amato hears uh, is now also by this time uh, suing David Ferrier or sending letters that he's going to sue David Ferrier. Threatening lawsuits against David and Dylan. Um, basically saying he, he wants it known on the record that he is not in any way affiliated with Jane O'Brien Media. Okay. Sure. Um, so they head off to Muskegon, Michigan. Not too far from here. Not too far from my hometown. Um, which is a relatively high crime area for such a small town. Um, like many places around the country, and especially, especially in Michigan, Michigan, where there is a loss of a lot of industry jobs, um, crime follows. Sure. Check out G- Gary, Indiana sometime. Right. See what happens when all your industry leaves your town. Yeah, it's not good. Um so, uh, apparently this is a hotbed for Jane O'Brien to find talent for the tickling videos, uh, specifically a lot of MMA going on there, um, which is also a typical thing for a town struggling, a lot of young men, that's a quick way to get money. Sure. We already got a lot of aggression anyway, so let's sure. punch people and get paid. Um, let's see, we meet, uh, Jordan, I'm gonna butcher your last name, Scalacci? Scalacci. Sure. We'll find You're awesome, like, yeah. yeah. Um, He's a recruiter. He, he, yes, he is the recruiter. Um, he talks about that Asians and redheads are premium in the Jane O'Brien tickling universe. Um, so they start holding tickling tryouts in hotels uh, with underage boys and uh, young adult men. Yes. Um, and they're all about it. They're getting gifts. They're getting tickets. They're getting money. And then when they're like, okay, all right, I'm good I, now. Yeah, she's I'm like, out. No, no, you're not. not. Um, and, and so we see a little bit over and over of destroying of lives, um, for minors, uh, and for young adults. Yeah. Um, and when David Ferrier says the name David D'Amato, you see this very big shift, uh, in, in Jordan's yes. body language, uh, in attitude and, you know, he knows as, uh, as David Ferrier's quickly learning that he's the man and he's the one destroying everything. Yep. Um, so we're going to head on back. Let's see. Now we're off to New York, New York, garden city, New York. Um, so they, they're trying to call David DeBato's building, um, with no luck. Nope. Um, even their producer at this point, it's like, look, we're getting a lot of heat, uh, from these lawyers. That yes. we should stop doing what we're doing immediately. Maybe you guys should just call it quits. Can you do anything without focusing on him? They're like, no, no, no we no. can't. We no, we, we're in we this. Need this. We're doing this. Yeah. Um. So they're trying to look into his background, how he pays for all of this, um, where they're the tickling not... came from. They're 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 meeting roadblock after roadblock. The biggest thing that they're getting over and over is just stay away from him. Right. Anybody who will actually say anything, they're like, just... They're like, just I can't stay, talk I, to you. Stay away. Just Run. Stop. Yeah. Run. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, um, they do track him down. Yeah. 
They follow him to a Starbucks. Yup. David waits outside the Starbucks for him. Yup. Uh, David Ferrier waits outside the Starbucks for David D'Amato. D'Amato threatens Ferrier with INS. He's like, you're here on a tourist visa. Um, you can't even be, if you, if you do anything with journalism, that's fraud and INS is going to kick you out. And David's like, well, actually I'm, I'm here on a journalist journalist visa visa, because I know how I'm reporting on you and I know how to do paperwork. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, you know, they're finally looking back, uh, into all that zip files and into the domain names, the, the 300 websites that were listed to this one German holdings company. Um, uh, it has a directory. He accidentally, uh, David D'Amato accidentally uploaded all of his private files, um, showing that he is in fact Terry, that he is in <sighs> fact Jane, that he is in fact Debbie Coon. Yep. Um, also, also showing proof, uh, that he tells people to come over on a tourist visa, even though they're working, um, all of his bank papers, they find out. All, all of his, all of the money that he's getting is all like from his uh, dad passing away mm-hmm. and his mom passing away. Um, um the legal department. Yeah. For Jane O'Brien Media. Fake. Fake. They just pulled that. Uh, what is it? Uh, the Salto. Yeah. Uh, Romeo Salto's uh, office address. Fake news. Okay. And and like they go, David Ferrier goes to talk to Salto, and Salto's like. No, I sent you one letter. To like I was paid out. to send you one letter, and yeah. that was it. And they're like, "Um, no, you you've sent us hundreds." And he's like, "No." Nope. Nope. <laughs> um. So, uh, finally, Dave Fair gets a hold of David D'Amato's stepmom or ex stepmom or whatever. Yeah. Um. She's like, I I don't like him. I don't talk to him. She was sh- shocked to find out that he was still doing all these tickling videos. She was like, does he have a split personality? Maybe he's gay. Maybe he's asexual. Um, he's never had a girlfriend in his life. Um, she's always been afraid of him. He was taunted and teased at school. Um, and him and his mother were uh, way too close. And so she thinks that that's all come out of being um, uh, harassed and bullied and being super rich and never having an answer for anything. Turned him into an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that's kind of the end of the documentary. They do, they do wrap up with a lot of, um, like, post information. There Uh, are no lawsuits against them. No. All the emails to David Ferrier and to Dylan all stopped. Yeah. uh, Since they confronted David D'Amato right then. Yeah. Um. Which, okay, so I wonder if that extends to some of the other people as well. Like some of the other, I, some of the other people that were in the tickling videos. I wonder if they've had any relief as well. You know, I don't know, but it seems like a pretty easy thing to do. Uh, if if David D'Amato sees that they're attached with David Ferrier and David Ferrier knows the truth, yeah. But all the tickling stuff's still happening. And if you like it, do you like it? That's cool. That's cool. But again, consent, Here's my, okay, don't wait. dox people online. Can I ask one more thing? Because didn't it say on there that most of the stuff that's posted is not for pay? It is for free? Oh. So here's my thing. Didn't it? Or am I Well, I, a lot of the guys 
received monetary and gift compensation after shooting the video. Right, but I'm but saying for like you per, to go online oh, and view it, oh, I'm it's sure. not on a cost site. Well, it depends. I'm sure some of it is. Well, no, but like, okay, so the one fetishist in Orlando, yeah. uh, Ivy or whatever his name was, yeah. um, I'm sure he has advertisers who pay to advertise on his website. I'm sure you probably have to watch an advertisement before the video starts and after the video ends and yada, yada, yada. Right. I'm sure that's where the money but comes still, in. still, here's the thing. Yeah. He's paying out way more than he could possibly getting be getting in advertising. For a D'Amato? free site, yes. Oh. I mean, he, 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 he's well, paying up to a couple thousand dollars. Not It's not all strictly a thousand dollar pay. Sure. Uh, four days in a nice hotel, your food, da, da, sure. da, 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 gifts, all these things, right? But again, but I don't know what kind of advertisers janeobryanmedia.com has. It's true. It's just, I'm just like, you're just really sinking all that money away. Well, sure. It just bothers but, me because I'm like, I could use 10 million plus dollars. Oh, but you're not rich, Krishana. You don't need $10 million. It's true. Yeah. It's true. But I could Only be. rich people need $10 million. Right. But I'm like, if you're rich, $10 million isn't that much for right. you to be doling out. But only rich people need $10 million. <laughs> only to be rich. Uh, uh, please yeah. do watch this documentary. Watch it. Because this is not at all how I thought this documentary was going to go. No. I thought we were just going to be discussing the ins and outs of why people like the tickling world. Yeah. I didn't think this was going to be what it was about. David Ferry didn't think this was what it was going to be about, but this is what it was about and it was cool. Yes. Please, if you are into the tickling, please email us at <laughs> what's in the queue at gmail.com. Yeah. I, I just want to know. I just want to be educated. I just want to understand. I'm not yucking it. It's your yum. You yum it all up. Yeah. The end. All right. We'll see you next week. Okay. All right. We love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.